This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba. Here we go. We got our chuckles and our non-arable words out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's definitely not hot. That hot here. No, not Fuck now. Now. So Although- yesterday, I drove to St. Louis. And I got down there and the sun came out. It was pushing almost 60. I was down to a t-shirt because of what I was doing. I was like sweating in the truck. Coming back out of St. Louis, I made it about 15 miles. I hit like, it was almost like a line from sunlight to gray. Mm-hmm. And I had to turn the heat back on to put my flannel back on because I was freezing again. <laughs> it was almost like the 32 mile marker. It flipped. It was like this this is weird. Yeah, I did a combat drive to KC on Monday. Um, and coming going there, gained 10 degrees like it or or something like that. And by the time I left, it was almost 60, like 55s or so. And then driving back, dropped another 10 or 12 on the way back. But same sort of deal. You're just driving along and all of a sudden cold. Cold. Like what? Yeah. It's like a line across the country of this is hot, this is cold. Yeah, but we were supposed to today. We were supposed to get, uh, or they were forecasting even last night. We were supposed to get six to ten inches, um, and that it's actually warmer than any models predicted. So, uh, like just a couple degrees warmer. If it was cooler, we'd have four closer to six inches of snow. No, but as it stands, we'll probably get away with less than three before it's all over. So We've just been getting rain here. If we got in snow for all the rain, I wouldn't be moving right now. Yeah. Our, our rain just started uh, about three o'clock. It switched over to sleep and now it's snowing. Yeah, See, yeah. You can keep that crap because I just, I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with the rain. I, I was going to say rain yeah. started about three ish here and I, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. There was a couple hours where I looked outside and it, I mean, it was, it was coming down hard and visibility was pretty rough. Like I couldn't even see down to the end of the, my street and then it switched to rain and whatever we were washed it away getting or got is a lot less. Yeah. I mean, it's, it did start snowing again here. Um, over the last hour and I looked outside because I need to take the trash out, but it's, it's starting to, but we're not supposed to get much more of this. So well, do what I can to get the snow here. So protect you guys. It's a service I'm willing to provide for you too. I appreciate what I'm saying. You're not doing shit because it's supposed to snow till (laughs) 8am. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime I got you. That's you know, funny that you went to Kansas to- City on Monday because I drove there all the way on Sunday for yeah. I mean, not Sunday but Friday for work in our little tiny uh Zuzu. <laughs> oh hot shot Zuzu. And it was windier than fuck on 35 the whole way there. And I don't know if you guys you guys have probably seen these things, but they're all front 
Mm-hmm. They're all just yeah. like a square front, nothing in the back. Every yeah. time a semi would go by me, I'm just like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> the car, the truck's scooting. I'm like, good God, this is the longest ride. And uh, all I had was the radio, which in between Kansas City and Des Moines is mostly gospel and shit country. Nice. Oh, it's fucking terrible. You get cruise control? Yeah, it's 60. Oh, okay. At least you had it. It tops out at 65. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, going down, I was driving into the wind and even driving reasonably. It was MBG was in the toilet, but coming back, it was a lot better. It's like, whoosh. Yeah. It's, but it's, and I don't even have, I mean, you know, it's not like my, I have an SUV, but it's not like it's that. It's not a refrigerator box I'm with. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy to think just how how bad that is. But yeah, props to some some of those semis because they those dudes were all over the freaking road. And so I, you know, keep a wide berth and until I got, you know, and then it's like, okay, you got it? You got it? Okay, now I'm zooming past you because I want to be on the other side of you. (laughs) I don't need to be have you jackknifed and <laughs> i yeah oh no i won't i won't do grumble down the road <laughs> I, I have so many. All, all i'm gonna say is turn your lights on it's crappy weather turn your lights turn on. Your light, yeah. I, I i i don't even know if the people with their lights off actually are in the accidents but i think they cause more accidents than they realize just because you can't see them yeah. I, I got told I was number one a couple times today because it's pouring down rain. They don't have their lights on. It's like I want a loudspeaker says state law says turn your lights on if it's raining or your wipers are on it. You know, it's I couldn't see you. I didn't know you were back there. It's like yeah. damn near hear a horn up. Oh, I'll get back over. And yeah. they'll still not turn their lights on. It's like I, I don't get it. I don't understand why people can't turn their lights on anymore. It's so bad. And truckers, too. I won't even just yell at cars. It's the truckers, too. There's so many truckers that don't have lights on. Some of them white trucks, grayish trucks, or what? Can't see them. Yeah. Yeah. I had one pass me, and if it wasn't for the road spray coming off of them, I wouldn't even have realized he was there. <laughs> That's what I saw. I saw the road spray. I didn't even see the truck. <laughs> and I don't think I'm going blind yet. <laughs> Those automatic lights are a real son of a bitch. I, yeah, yeah, but I you know. still have to have them on. These you know, you st- something. I don't know. Stupid is as stupid does. Smart, these smart cars, smart trucks, whatever. Yeah, I... smart truck make dumb people. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, shit. These days, you don't even like, don't even know what half the shit does in some of the newer, like newest. My parents have a More newer model of what count. I have, <laughs> and then it's like, what does all this? Like, what does half this stuff do? At least there's still physical controls for, you know, heat and air conditioning, but there's a whole bunch of other shit. And it's like, what, what the hell is this? 
Yeah, it's got to confuse this, the shit out of them. Like, yeah, is this machine gun, smokescreen, <laughs> ejector seat? Oh, that would be awesome. Ejecto cedo. <laughs> What'd you say? Ejecto cedo. No, no, well, no, I'm saying talking to yeah. your passenger. What'd you say? Hey, you want to push that little? Don't like my driving? <laughs> Just that red button right there. Or, or better yet, don't touch the red button right there. This yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Don't touch. Ah, they did it again. <laughs> Does it have the uh what is it the parallel parking car that can do it itself? Um probably. Yeah, there there's might. Because I know it has backup sensors in the whole schmear, so but... my neighbor's Ford truck to back itself up. Wait, with by itself, or I think if you had a trailer and you just go put your hands up and it backs itself up, you know how fucking scary that would be. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, and I don't know if his truck does it, but I know another guy's that got one. He can actually back his truck up on his phone, Shit. like like the thing goes to an app, and he can. I wouldn't trust that. Yeah. I mean, I talk about human error all the time, but I trust AI computer even less. Yeah, that's cool in movies, but in reality, yeah, no, Mm-mm. no, 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 thank you. No, thank yeah. you. No, no, that'd be a little, oh. a little weird having just having the car drive by itself would just be a total weird feeling. I was like watching one YouTube video and I could see the reason. I think it was a Tesla. I'm almost positive it was a Tesla, but it was like a foot of water in the parking lot. The water was all up to the door. So he got on his phone and the car backed out, drove through the water so he could get up and get walk into it. Okay, fair enough. I like that idea. <laughs> <It's still wooden. laughs> You're in a parking lot. I mean, wait, if you're not in the car and it hits somebody who's at fault. I know. How do they play that? You know, that's got to be a question answered someplace. It's not your fault. Is it? I, well, that's even a question if you're in the vehicle. That's why a lot of places, a lot of times, the requirement is your hands have to be on the wheel. <clears throat> I know in a Tesla, there's a camera, a downward facing camera to check the steering wheel. Yeah. Uh, is proof that you're because I think you know who's really li- who is really liable is it right. Tesla the company because they built the software that drives the car or is it the owner but technically I'm not doing anything you are so well I mean like in a parking lot if the car actually hits somebody whose fault is that he's out of the car it's you know, they, yep. there's someone videoing him, videoing, moving his car on his phone, you know. Yeah, that would open up a lot of litigation. I, I yep. give me an old V. I, I think I'll spend the money and just buy me an 80 something that doesn't have computer anything I like that, you know, yeah. and it's getting just expensive as new vehicles, but I think I'm going to. I know I've talked about it on a podcast at some point, but I worked out with an old farmer who was buying, he drove like a 68 or a 69 Ford pickup. 
And then when that one died, he bought a 67. And then he says, when that one dies, I'm probably going to buy an early 63, 64, because it had whatever. He kept going older. And I never understood it then besides the coolness factor of the truck. But I'm getting to the point now. I'm like, yeah. I, yeah I, was, I, I was watching something where, it's, and it's something we've talked about too, where cars today, like you can't just go to an auto parts store and two screws and poof, I replaced the thing. Right. Or, oh, this thing's broken. I just need to go. I just need to go replace this hose or whatever it is, even timing belts. And so I remember my dad working on, and the neighbor doing shit like that breaks even now nowadays they're so complicated you you can't do that really anymore <clears throat> or your average just your normal average every day i'm gonna buy this whether it's a truck or a car for family i plan on owning it for 10 years whatever i'm gonna drive it in the ground and whether that's five years or 10 years but you can't just you know pop the hood do a thing and poof you're done, done. Go away. yeah, yeah. And so they're yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'd give me something that's bulletproof. I'll take you know, unless we're talking, you know, like a not that I would buy a new Civic or Corolla or anything like, but you know, something with a four banger that's tried that really isn't that different. The problem these days is those things cost so much for what they are, but yeah, yep. um but you know. But beyond that, you, you almost have to go used, especially now so many engines, you know, they're getting rid of V8s, straight, you know, naturally aspirated V8s. And now they're even getting rid of naturally aspirated V6s. So now you're getting smaller V6s that are turbocharged. Yeah. Yep. And then that adds complexity. Well, yeah, blah, it has blah, the blah. horsepower and everything. And if you're like a car racer or something, okay, that's all well and good. But if you're a normal everyday person, yeah, I. Well, I even mean, enthusiast I cars, I wonder. Mode what... in my car, which makes me go faster, but at the same token, I I can't work on it because if that switch goes bad or that circuit or that, it's good. I can't do anything with it. Yeah. You know, it's not like the old days where I had the four barrel locked down to two so I could get better gas mileage and then flip it open to four when I wanted to go play. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, could you imagine a Corvette like this, this last Corvette maybe or the last iteration of the Corvette may be the last V8 Corvette right. ever. Really? I, like, Yep. And even the engineers were talking about it. They were like the the guys who worked on the 2022, 2023 version. Uh, I'll find the video and send send you a link where it's actually a car review, but they talked to the engineers, the guys who designed the actual car, the guy who, and even the guy who designed, helped design the current engine. And even they're like, yeah, we, don't know if we're going to be able to this may be the last one we do so we wanted to make a very solid you know what they're going to do they're going to make it electric like the mustang and ruin it you imagine i mean fucking california well it's not just california it's the federal 
stand mileage standards too. You have to get so many miles per gallon across all vehicles. Dick. I agree. But but I'm, they're I'm right there with you. The thing is they don't you know they keep making these laws and it was I don't know if it was Rogan. It was one of the podcasts. It was a big name. Now I can't think of it or whatever. But the they BR were talking podcast. What? Yeah, the BR podcast now. They're pretty big. But, but they say yeah. they, that they start second to Rogan. There we go. <laughs> they, they put these unimaginable goalposts that don't work. Yep. To help try to push industry toward that. And then when they get to that date, they push the goalposts further. But they say that helps that progress move along to get to the gold post. So even though California had, what is it, 2035, everything is electric. Well, they know they can't do that because they don't have an electrical grid to do it. But if they don't put the post in, the electrical grid, grid will never change. Yep. Okay, I get that. But you're having rolling blackouts now in California between the air conditioner and electric cars. How long do those people have to suffer through all of that until? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you'll never keep You're going to artificially create or not. Yeah. Artificially uh, create demand for a system that won't be built to handle it because, you know, there's all the talk. Oh, well, solar and wind. Yeah, that ain't going to cut it. You're not going to meet demand. You're going to outpace it. And you're going to need it somewhere. And, they and the thing about... In past, they're going to outpace it quickly, not just by yeah. a little... They're going to outpace it very, very quickly. And solar and wind is more like harvesting, whereas electric, like coal and nuclear, is is power generation. Solar and wind is more power harvesting. Because sometimes the, the sun's going to shine and other times it's not. Sometimes the wind's going to blow and other times it's not. So you get power, you know, season to season, which means day to day, month to month, whatever. But anyway, it's, it's just a real interesting and don't it, you know, that doesn't even touch on all the things that go into making batteries, all the minerals Mining in third world countries under slave labor and all they're, those sorts of things. Their carbon emissions are coming to find out cost more to make an electric car than running a regular gas vehicle. Yep. Gas or yeah, diesel. Um, there's a podcast I listen to called The President's Daily Brief, and it's by a guy, Brian Dean Wright. And he it's short and sweet, barely usually it's 20 minutes or less. And he has a series um, that he did called Dirty Green Energy, where he talks about solar, wind, electric, all these sorts of it's things. Horrible. Yeah. And he dives into it. He gives it the same treatment that oil, coal, and nuclear get. And so it, it's a really, uh, it's a great podcast anyway. I recommend it to anybody, but it's it's also, uh, like I said, it's it's also he dives into some of those things and it, and, and it's a, here's the facts. And then he clearly states, okay, this is my opinion and analysis. And then he tells you what he thinks based on that. But, you know, I just appreciate the fact that there's somebody out there going, here's the bullet points that you need to know about a thing. Right. <laughs> so anyway, we could talk forever. We got shit to talk about. 
Yep, which I think this leads real good into because it's kind of funny. You you put the Hunger Game districts announced. Yeah, there's a map of the United States. And did it's, you see it's... this map, CJ? <clears throat> you may have to pull up the thing to see it properly. I think I've heard about this. There are several ideas out there. But one of the funniest things is I like how number three, which is the southeast of the country, goes from Florida to Texas, up to Kansas, back to North Carolina. That's like the biggest section of states. Well, this is kind of bullshit. Shouldn't Kansas and Missouri be in four? See, that's that's what I was thinking. I think Kansas and Missouri should be in four to even it out a little bit. I mean, that's still not even, honestly. <laughs> but, but, uh, How big well, that land is. Texas is the size of fucking five. I know. <laughs> so they're talking, and I wonder if some of this has to do with population, which it might. But yeah, now, but we got South Dakota and North Dakota is some fucking shit. Right. But but if you think about it in like electrical grid things, like a, a schematics, the number one, which is like California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and New Mexico, they're screwed unless they tap into Mexico. They got Hawaii, though. If Hawaii will be where all the rich people live. Oh, can you get this to work? Maybe. Maybe. Oh. Uh... Oh. Don't be showing all those porn sites now. We quit that. This one? Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, that's wild. So for those of you listening. <laughs> um, Someday maybe viewing. Yeah. So there's a map of the United States and it's each. Their states sections. are grouped in, yes, into five districts like the Hunger Games. So Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming is District 2. District one is California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona. So basically the Northwest and Southwest are one, the Northeast, which includes Indiana, Ohio, <laughs> Michigan, Pennsylvania, New York, and, and all of those West, uh, the, the borders, <laughs> West Virginia. Those Virginia. ones that don't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those are all district five. So the entire Northeast, the, basically south southwest so going from kansas the border states texas oklahoma kansas missouri kentucky north carolina and then everything south of south and east of that is district three and then in the middle of the country north dakota south dakota nebraska iowa illinois wisconsin minnesota is district four so yeah just so you know, that's how they grouped it. So then it's like, okay, if these are the district, who wins and why? Why? Well, number two, they're going to just go up into the mountains and hold out. <laughs> that's the Northwest. They'll just go to the mountains. They got enough provisions. They got enough guns. They'll hold out. The District one, which is the California and that Southwest, my opinion, they'll be taken over by Mexico. They'll, 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 they'll lose the, if they want power, they'll have to go to Mexico. They'll have to get resources from Mexico. Oh, and I should point out too. And I think CJ mentioned this, that, uh, Alaska is looped into the Northwest Which, district two and Hawaii is looped into district one. 
with California. And so Hawaii becomes where just the uh, richest of the elite stay just so they don't suffer. That's like Elysium where they yep. out. They don't care. In Alaska. I try to come in. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Alaska will change either because if anyone tries to go there in groves, they're just going to be like, no, and start shooting. <laughs> they got food. They got resources. They don't need the bottom 48. So, yeah, that's a good point. You know, that b- besides greens and stuff. Man, can we at least all agree that three would win easily in this map? The SEC? <laughs> Basically, the SEC. Yeah, it's not even kind of fair. It depends if the Northeast industrializes again. There's more population in number five than there's three. Yeah, but the population ain't going to be the same. Now, here's the other problem. They could with just three. send Florida. Florida. <laughs> yeah, but there's Florida. but there's another problem with three is they're going to be fighting a battle on one, two, three, four fronts. So they're going to have to have to fo- a fight off. If they were all to go at it, they'd be fighting on four different fronts, which spreads out their resources. Yeah. Well, you could, they could still cut in half, and they would still fucking divide up and it's probably the same amount of crazy <clears throat> yeah well the the eastern side of the states will do well because of the mountains but the center everybody can move up in north north to south way too easy because it's all flat there's nothing to slow anything down that's what will save number five like in the northeast and stuff they got the mountains to slow people down they got that natural barrier so does south carolina north carolina well that's what Tennessee. i was saying the east yeah, side, right. you're going to have almost two battles going on, but Texas is going to have to, like, stop all. Texas is going to end well, up fighting Mexico because you know Mexico is going to come up in there. That's what I was going to say is that or that's part of it. It's like to your point, right? That's the fourth because they'll be they could potentially fight District 1, 4, and 5 plus Mexico. Plus Mexico. And that's going to happen, but they could also turn around and get resources from Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it could go either way. Texas is just going to become friends with Mexico. Pretty much. They'll break we, away. We were once you. Now we are you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, I, I personally think number four would have the best bet because they got food re- and resources and they have maneuverability. Granted, they're fighting four fronts. But with the mountains on two and one, that's going to take down a lot of their personnel. Those center states, those top northern centered states, it'd be challenging to take that area over just because of the resources. Now, if you took all the bridges out along the Mississippi, that would cut two states out. That I could see. That would hamper them. So... Besides half Illinois, if this was starting to break up, would move probably to Indiana or Missouri. They would flock away. So you'd basically be left with Chicago land. Everybody else would leave. We're sending the fucking gangs of Chicago everywhere. Everybody's (laughs) fucked. There you go. I mean, it is one of the populace. So 
Number five, the problem up there is population. They're the most populated, mostly densely populated area. They would just have the numbers to throw at the other people. And it also depends on what all they got to fight with. You know, are, are they going to get all the planes and tanks and everything? Or are we going back to, oh, I can't think of. There was a TV show for a while where they got like EMP'd or whatever, and everybody was down to like muskets and swords and what little ammunition they had left, and they were riding horses for traveling. So, you know, they were back to being foot soldiers. That was it. The first season was a decent, decent TV show. Can't think of what its name of it. That's was. like that. I got my bet on Texas and Louisiana and Alabama and all them fuckers. All them backwoods ass motherfuckers just taking over quite a bit of area. Well, I think they would hold their area. But I see number four like evade invading everyone and just start crushing them. They're like, we we want this. We got the smallest area. Yep. But we're still gonna win. <laughs> Well, and I'm wondering too. With a large like, population, smallest area with a large population. Well, I mean, if you take Minnesota and Illinois, finally we have population, but the rest of them ain't got shit comparatively. But we can move across it quickly, and that creates that buffer zone. Mm-hmm. Well, it's practically just Nebraska, uh, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, North Dakota, and South Dakota hardly count. Yeah. And half yeah. Illinois will get screwed quick. So yeah, North North Dakota doesn't count, and South Dakota it's like more popular. Like most of the population is close to the Minnesota Nebraska Iowa borders. That's what I was going to say. It's all it's all like centered like ninety percent of the population's just in those couple of towns right on the border. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, other than out in the Black Hills, but that's once you get to Rapid City, like that, but. Even then, that's not much. Wyoming, what? There's like ten people that live in that state. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana ain't got shit either. I've been to the biggest city in Montana, and no, <laughs> it's not even. I wouldn't even call it a city. I would just call it a suburb of anything you see in the Midwest. Yeah, I mean, Wyoming, Casper, and Cheyenne. I think fifty thousand, maybe. So. That's uh but <clears throat> one thing I was thinking of though is you know you think about weather and all those sorts of things you know at least from the for sure the northern half northern say the upper midwest and the northeast um deal with cold and some of that shit in ways that the south and southwest don't don't yeah. so would that be a deterrent in some ways well, and that's what I'm getting at is like how far back or how much technology will they have in the Hunger Games? Granted, in the actual movies, that's what dictated a lot. Who had the technology to go after one or the other? I mean, the Northeast is all industrial. That's and technically what... the dis- District 5 has D.C., so they, they've got Capital City. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, just an interesting. But you think of 
think of it too. Like, I don't know. Utah, Colorado. I mean, one thing that I'm thinking about is, you know, think of places where people are somewhat hardy, can live off the land, whatever. California sure as shit ain't it. Um, you know, if they don't have a Starbucks and uh, whatever, <laughs> I don't know that they'll know how to function, right? So you're looking at the weakest links. Yeah, I mean, that's kind well, of what I'm thinking about. Think, okay, Oregon, maybe Washington, uh, at least Seattle, kind of that hole up there. Yeah, there's a military base up there, but whatever. It's Seattle. That's another thing. Like, what do you? You know, sure, Montana, right? Wyoming and Idaho. I like, like you were saying, Nate. Those guys will could just hold up and be good. Yeah, you, they we're gonna ride this fucker out. Thanks. Well, yeah, you get up to the high ground. It comes down to what, how much technology each area has to like power sources. That's the other thing I'm looking at. You know, there there's major industry as much as it doesn't seem like it in Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Well, even in Nebraska toward the east side, you know, but we got farmland between, we got the farmland that these other guys don't have. I mean, the Southwest is screwed when it comes to food. Other than California. But California will get to be stripped so fast just because of population numbers. And they Uh, understood. Understood. And then they have a hard time crossing their own grounds to to do anything to anybody else. That's where the South, where you could go with number three, would have. They just don't have enough industry to keep up. You know, they're not going to be able to put out the machinery. Well, it is interesting stuff. too because I saw something that that basically said like this the this section I mean granted it's the Rocky Mountains but this sort of section of the country Montana North Dakota South Dakota Wyoming the Panhandle in Nebraska Colorado New Mexico like it's some of the least populous well here part of the entire country like more people that. live. Either click side on that, that link where the population is. I put up a population one. Can you? Or oh, you uh, have that saved. Oh, look at all those pictures. <laughs> Stop sharing. Yeah, we didn't get a dick pic. Well, no, you didn't. Was you did one. Not. Didn't you see it? It was down in that. Um, I wasn't looking shop. hard enough. <laughs> there is not one. I can guarantee you. I can even go back to. No, that's okay. We're, we're good. Thank you. Yeah. We don't want to see it. CJ wants to show it. Well, CJ wants to see it. But I've already seen you, it. <laughs> where'd you put it? Put it in. Um, where do you want me to put it? I put it. In, I put it on the same tag in Trello. Oh, sorry. Looking in the wrong place. Uh, yeah, we don't want to give away secret scroll stuff. Okay. Did you find that one? Yeah. Or Population you... density. Yep. Population des- destiny. Destiny. Hey, that does say <laughs> destiny, doesn't it? No, it. Does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Try again. Uh, there we go. See, look at those. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, when you compare it to the other map, that's that's why I'm saying our little section in number four. <laughs> Look at Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the northeast or number two northwest area, they got a little bit of population. Yeah, it's basically Seattle and Portland. Yeah, and then they got nothing. <clears throat> I mean, California, that's why I'm saying just numbers-wise. Four, five, and three have the well. Five, which is the northeast area, has the largest population. Yeah, that corridor alone: Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode right Island, through there, Maryland. You but cut through Pennsylvania. What's into- interesting, though, is you look at Chicago land and you look at the. It's black. Yeah. It's the only black spot really on the map, other than New York City, and. and yeah, besides New York. And really, that's Manhattan. Exactly. Yeah. And this is all, that's like Cook County, Will County. The the spart up by Chicago is talking counties, where over yeah. New York, it's talking a city. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just, you got all this population in here. It, it, that, that population wins. Yeah. See all those numbers over there. That's where Yeah, and even even in our district here in the Midwest, it's the Twin Cities, Des Moines, and Omaha. And maybe yep. almost Lincoln, but that barely counts. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting too, if you look at population density for Kansas, um, Missouri. I know that's all part of the South, but it's it's interesting. So Kansas, right? You got Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. See, I'm actually surprised they didn't split it up into like Oklahoma City and then Dallas, Houston, San Antonio. But Florida, look at Florida. It's just all. Oh. Jesus Christ. Florida looks does like a, have it. Florida looks look, like a tampon. Sarasota. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa, Sarasota, you know, that that whole. The whole. But then the, the, the West Coast and the East Coast, because you got Orlando down south, you got Miami. Man. But that's look crazy. at the population on the East part of the country. And, and then you go, California is the only one that has a chance, and, and the, they're nowhere near close. Their population ain't going to do jack shit anyways. Yeah. You got to – so it would have to come down to what yeah, – And there's nobody in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's like Oahu or – yeah. I, I still think that Wyoming is more impressive than Alaska. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. There is more people. Alaska has one town, and then everything's spread out. Is that? Uh, oh, there's so what, a couple fair, of sections. Is that Anchorage, Juneau? That must be like the gold mining area. Then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wyoming. Yeah, it's basically. 
Casper and Cheyenne. Yeah. So with this map, you almost need the rules of the Hunger Games of how much is how much technology is left. What are they fighting with? You yeah. know, the, what What are the rules of the Hunger Games of, like, who would win from which district? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy or, to think, though. Or flip you know, it on the other side. The areas that has more population all turn to infighting because they don't have resources. Maybe. To be lots of infighting to keep those districts even running. Yeah. yeah. Keep it going. Keep it running. Where where you look at the Northwest, those guys are like, eh, we got room. We won't kill off all our food. Where, you know, the Northeast, every deer will be dead in, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a week. That's uh, crazy, too. You look at Maine. Massachusetts, like Maine, like there's, there's nothing. But then Massachusetts, oh Boston, Boston's pretty. Boston, dark. Got the clicker. The parked car. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, had it. Had it. <laughs> <laughs> so August, what's the mass? Yeah, well, I think it is Ted when you talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny, uh, or not funny, interesting to, if you look at the population, uh, so I encourage folks listening, you know, pull up a map of the population density of the United States. And, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it is really kind of ridiculous to think, uh, you know, how, undeveloped a lot of the united states is yeah right for all the you know you'd think that even though we have what it's 330 million people in the country like for you'd think that you know we're filled to the brim of people but there's vast swaths of even california uh and Washington State, Oregon, that are just that are bare, you know, bare, nothing there. Even West Virginia, like holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy, you know. It's just crazy to sort of when you realize that, right? It's like Colorado, it's and I was Denver. trying to look this up. Oh, you're glitching. Am I glitching or are you glitching? I think I'm it might be me. Um, I read this and I was trying to find it or whatever. Say the power grid goes out, whatever. EMP, we lose all power across the whole United States. No more electricity. Everybody starts going bonkers and everything. I want to say it takes that, that major cities and something, it would take it could take up to 14 days in a lot of area before people turn to cannibalism. And in some areas it might start even faster than that, but because those areas don't have food and there would be no way to get food to them with what current food and resources they have, it was like two weeks or less or something. 
and people start eating each other. And I don't want to be stuck like a pig. Yeah, you know, and you look at all these guys out west, these non-populated areas where all the cattle ranches and all the deer and everything else is, they won't even know that they don't have power in some of these areas. Yeah, that's a good point. They're like, or if they did, it'd be like, "Eh." or or they got that thousand gallon tank hooked up to the generator type thing, so they would, yeah, you know. There's one of those things I always found strange about post how do you say it? Post-apocalyptic. Yeah, thank you. I have a hard time with that word for some reason. I can't sound it out. This it is the only reason they brought me on this podcast is to let you all know what Nate's trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. Someone has to. Post. Post. Well, you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, acapella. <laughs> yeah, post acapella. <laughs> it's like every one of them, they can't decide. Okay, we got gas engines. But we don't have electricity. Wait, if you have gas engines and stuff, now you have electricity because electricity runs the vehicles. So do you have batteries? Well, yeah, that means you could set up a wind ge- a wind turbine. Yeah, to get with the, the alternator. and yeah, yeah, but then you get these fantasy type worlds or whatever that go, oh, no, they have no electricity. Well, then they can't have an engine. Well, no, an engine, you can have an engine without electricity. No, you can't. That's electricity. Yeah, but if you can't have electricity, you can't have an engine. No. So, the, so they pick and choose. It's like, okay, so somebody somewhere could be hooked into the Hoover Dam and still get power. <laughs> so you kind of have to pick and choose. It's like, even if all the power goes out and the grid's destroyed, there's still areas that are going to have... I, I, I think it would be near impossible to wipe everything out. You'd have to take out like every power plant, but then you just have the fuel reserves and generators for a while. And then you could even potentially make a steam. Could you? Yep. Like you fire could transfer steam over engine. to steam engines and stuff. You'd have steam, coal, but. Look at all the windmill plants. That's when wind and solar would actually take off and you would have some of that again because you're going to go down and take out every wind turbine. The hard part would getting everything switched around to where you could store it type thing. Yeah, that's so I, that battery capacity would be a big deal. Yeah. So you'd have like, that's where your next cities would be. It would be centered around wherever, okay, there's a wind farm like the Hoover Dam or well, if they took out, say they took out every major power plant, including the Hoover mm-hmm. Dam. Uh, okay. So now you're reduced to these small areas. You would have the community start building up around like wind farms, the solar things until they started going bad. You would still have areas that have power electricity, but yeah. we'd still have Starbucks, right? Oh, well, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all I need. Yeah, that's uh, I'm good. Do they even grow coffee in this United States? No, no, I don't think so. It's imported. All coffee beans are imported, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yes, Lisa. I don't think we can grow coffee here. 
Well, that's or maybe we could, but it's such garbage. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good. <laughs> well, just import it like we ever do everything else. But you can't because there's no power in the world. Okay, we'll just run everything on coal. Fuck you. <laughs> A yeah, world without the... coffee. <laughs> That's the funny thing about, or not funny, but <laughs> Europe, especially like Germany. Oh, we're gonna go all, you know, solar wind. Oh, we're, we're saved. <laughs> the United States is not one of the top coffee producing nations, but there are a few states that grow coffee beans. Oh shit! Hawaii is only state in the U.S. that commercially <laughs> grows coffee beans. <laughs> That makes sense. It's the closest to a tropical kind of. Yeah. Small farms in California, Florida, and Texas. Go figure. Grow coffee. So they have a huge trade item to the rest. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, crazy to think. Well, and if you think too, even if there was. Like, and you can, you know, we've talked about this because there's a map where you can pull it up and nuclear, what if a yep. nuclear explosion based on whatever bombs you can, the the ones that they used for Nagasaki and Hiroshima, what would happen if over Omaha, Nebraska, poof, or Russia launches, you know, some whatever, or, you know, Whatever. Somebody gains US launch codes and launches one here in the States or something. But that would be the thing here in the States is we blow our own selves up. Yeah. I could see that happening before people actually launch stuff and hit us. I could see like the West Coast shooting at the East Coast and East the West. So as long as they're flying over the three of us, we're good. It's the ones at it as it's going by. It's the ones that fall at the, at the <laughs> peak and don't like quite make it all the way across. Those are the ones we got to worry about. Mom, <laughs> California will be okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll make it there. Well, aren't most of the nukes up in the Dakotas anyway? Yep. Well, there's probably enough space and not enough people to just put them out there. Yeah, places like North Dakota and Montana. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's less of a big deal now, but, you know, STRATCOM used to be the Strategic Air Command headquarters was here. So we would have been obliterated. May still be based on whatever, but. Oh, this is a cool little map. It says. (laughs) <laughs> basically well you got one in nebraska and colorado it says no major cities within 100 miles not there aren't cities just no major ones 77 miles from denver i guess albuquerque has some because it says zero miles from albuquerque <laughs> that makes sense 55 miles but they're all basically right the, Across Look, the center, there, central there's interior. There's some down in Georgia, and there's some up in um, Seattle. 
The rest are basically all in the, the center of the country. It makes sense. Most likely to be protected. Yeah, I mean, I mean, back a while ago, like, you know, yeah, it was today, but back in the day, that was a right. Nobody's going to invade either coast. And then, yeah, our country, and and I've seen several videos, I I actually just listened to one the other night. It's hard for anyone to attack us. And this one made me laugh. They're like, yeah, we're covered by a moat on two sides. It's called the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. You know, most people just can't get to us. I mean, Canada has about the population of California does. So we really don't have to worry about Canada. I, I... no, it'd potentially be the Chinese or Russians coming through Canada. All that cold, they don't have. Enough- no, I'm not saying that, yeah. that it, it's a I think likely. Russia will be fine in the cold. No, that's I the don't. most. That's the more likely scenario, scenario. is one of those countries so invading, up and around. Com- coming up and around. Um, because I think you know, like you said, not only is it ocean, but you know. Yeah. We do have some naval firepower that we that could be deployed along the coasts. You know so you'd have to come up a through trek that would be to come down through Alaska, Canada to even get yep. to us. Oh, absolutely. I'm not It'd saying it's easy brutal. or feasible, but you'd think that'd be the more likely like Canada's not gonna do anything, whatever. Well, and Mexico isn't either. Um at least militarily speak, you know, more yeah. militarily speaking. So See, I, uh, Russia basically doesn't have the population to do it. I mean, they'd have to empty the country to come over and attack us. Yeah. But even China's going through population declines, too. Right. I mean, they're starting to suffer from the see the effects of the one child policy okay. now that those people are adults. And- yeah, there's no one. Well, not just adults, they're elderly. Yeah. yeah. They don't have no one to take. But yeah, you, 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 what are you going to do? Take a half a billion people and march them up and around? I am. I don't. I'm not worried about China invading by land. They won't make it. I just no, no. They they would be better to launch themselves in boats and try to make it across the ocean. I just yeah. I think they'd all freeze to death. They'd hit the mountains. They would just. They would die in groves. I just, yeah. And there, that's why, one reason why, you know, why would anyone attack us? It's too hard. Why have yeah. we never been attacked? It's too hard. Yeah. Even the British had a hard time. Well, yeah, they, they never beat us. They yeah. gave up once and lost. So. Although we were close. Like we're there are times where not on purpose, but it's like we oh. could have lost it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we could highly highly encourage folks to read some of those biographies of the founding fathers. George Washington, a life is is a fantastic read. Yes, just a 
it, it's just interesting to think how close we were. We had to save bullets. <laughs> like, yeah, anyway, what else we got? Oh, that would be good. Moving on. Oh, my little article on safe haven baby boxes. Oh, fucking Christ. I've seen this. <laughs> Have you, like, seen it in person? I, or I, you seen- I watched the video. Oh, you watched the video. Okay. I, I've passed that video around. I, I kicked it over to you guys earlier or whatever, and I've thrown it. I, I've gotten some other opinions on it. Okay. So on for those listening hand, at home, oh, what, are oh, we, what are we even talking about? The, oh, the safe haven, baby. Okay. It's where any female can. It, it's actually a box on the side of a building. Some fire department, some kind of public service. They can come open the door, take their baby, set them in this box, close the door. They're supposed to not have any cameras or anything on this baby box, so no accountability, which I'll get back to. They can walk away, and then within a few seconds or whatever, an alarm sounds that people can come in, and they'll start. They'll take care of the baby or whatever. It's supposed to be so any woman can drop off a kid if she doesn't think she can take care of it or trying to get it a better life or whatever else, and just walk away, no questions asked, no nothing. Yeah. Okay, so I want to go with the good point. The good point is they have these things, and at some point, a kid can be saved and hopefully get into a system, get adopted with a good family, and get taken care of. That's the plus side. That's the goody two-shoe side or whatever. I get and all the purpose, that. sort of the purpose, the idea behind oh, it. Right? Behind it's, it, it's a good Samaritan kind it's, of. It's a positive. We're giving yeah. this kid a chance. Everyone yep. wants to help the kids. They want them to survive. The, it's the good Samaritan part. Then the problem comes in that I think there is a small percentage that would never do it if they had to be held accountable. So they're trying to take that accountability away. But what happens with, and, and of course, the world is not fair. I am fully understand we're not equals. But there's no chance if a woman decides to do that, that it's like, what about the father? Doesn't he get a choice? You know, there should be a little bit of, con- okay, is, is the father a dirtbag crackhead? Oh, Okay. Fair enough. No more questions. Da 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 da. Or is he a decent guy? And this woman's just trying to get away. There, there, there's no accountability. And I think on the opposite token, everything I read on it or videos I watched, it said mothers could give up their kids. Never oh, yeah. once did it say a father could give up their kid. Not, not anywhere in the. So I think if someone saw a man walking up to one of these with a, ba- a, ba- a baby box and putting a baby in it, because they might not think there's cameras on it, but there's cameras on it. Yeah. And if they Especially saw these a, days, yeah, if they saw a dude doing that, they would be a thousand questions. And then I was reading one article and I didn't realize this. I see the signs on fire departments and stuff that say safe haven. I didn't realize those were baby turn-ins also. I, I, th- I thought it was for something else, but I guess you can walk into any fire department and give up custody of your kid. 
That's just that, that with, with no accountability. But if you were a guy and you tried to do that, they would ask you 101 questions. Yeah, that's that's the tough part of that sort of equation, right? And right, there's obvious ties. There, it leaves the babies alive. So there's that. It's better uh, than getting thrown in a dumpster, mm-hmm. getting thrown through a chipper, getting disposed. <laughs> what the fuck did that? Come from? Oh, you did That was nineties. A lot of the safeguards that you see on chippers, yeah, are for that. Or for for stuff like that to stop. Uh, yes, wow, that was a wow. thing. Um, I, they would walk right up, and because it's like instant gone. This <laughs> is how Rome fell. They they will walk by and they would just toss them into a chipper that they would do because you, the tree workers are going back and forth. But like the control, that was before the control arms and stuff. And they try to hide this fact. So if a lot of people go, oh, that, that, that's just a, um, a myth, an urban legend. No, that stuff happened. They were running kids through chippers. Yeah, that's. It, but, but what's worse, instant death or starving to death in a dumpster? And you yeah, hear no, no, all no. kinds of articles about. I, not that I want to run anyone through a chipper because no, <laughs> no matter what yeah, age, but <laughs> hey, at least they're not suffering. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is true. It's instant. They're done for. Yeah. You hit those first rollers. You're done. But you're not even going to feel getting chipped. But oh my God. yeah, but these boxes, I mean, you know, I, I totally get it. I think, you know, that that's, that's the tough call, right? So with any think? any of these things because you're you are taking it it's always a lopsided uh uh from a responsibility accountability perspective right it's it's this it's it's a woman's right in a way like she has so she gives birth so she has so power to choose even though it takes two to create a baby right take it and i you know i know this is going <laughs> to cause some some people probably not our listeners but some people to get triggered that it's a man and a woman (laughs) that help create a baby and just like in nature it's a male and a female of the species and a woman does give birth because they're built for that men can't um but so then it's like oh well it's she can decide and uh and then the dad doesn't matter but to your point what if the dad actually wants it or right. would want it now are there are there guys out there that push you women to have a kid to have absolutely yeah there's there's men out there who push women to not have a kid you know to, to take drastic measures to encourage them not to have the kid and they're all those sorts of things. And, and I think that's terrible. You're, you're not a man. If that's really the case, um, you're, you're a coward. Um, cause you got to take responsibility. Like it, it does take two to tango. He's got to keep it in his pants and she's got to keep her pants on. So, I mean, and yes, they're setting aside certain circumstances where people are forced to do things against their will, but 
assuming, you know, two people get into it and you're in the moment and then poof. And, but it's like, so at least she's making the decision to put it in this box. There's that. It's not, let's just kill it. Um, but yeah, what, like, what are we saying? Like the funny thing is, is abstinence works every time abstinence is tried. It works. It has a hundred percent success rate. Don't have sex. Don't get pregnant. Yeah. Unless you're Mary Magdalene. Then <laughs> <And> there's some, <laughs> and that's a once in an ever chance Trans. of that happening. So, yeah. um, but you know, that is one interesting thing from, from the abortion debate that gets overlooked. Okay. If you're going to, allow the a woman to make that decision then it should be up to a guy to choose whether or not to pay child support because if she decides to have it i'm now on the hook right legally speaking until they're 18 now whether or not i pay anything for child blah 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 is a whole other especially if you're not married you can't be necessarily forced like and there was a divorce you can't be forced to um, well, pay in child some states you can. Oh, okay. So yeah, it, it depends on the on state law. And goofy but stuff. if having the kid or not is voluntary, then child support should be voluntary. Sure. And anytime you bring that up, then all oh, oh. all of a sudden, no, no, we can't. Well, no, you can't do that. It's like no, okay, you can't be a modern woman and expect a man to be a traditional man, right? And there's a lot of talks on YouTube about that right now that. I think they're stuck on my feed, but I'm amazed at how many people are having that conversation. It's like people fighting. Okay. Before I get too far off track though, when I first saw the video, one, I had to look it up to see if it was legit. <laughs> then once I found out it was legit, I feel uh, my instant re- gut reaction was full on negative. The more and more I read into it and I understand it, I think I'm leaning to the, po- it's a positive thing. Yeah. I, it's, it doesn't solve any problems. It like you said, kid a chance it's given that kid a chance and it might even be given a mother a chance. You know, if she's a young mother, doesn't whatever, can't financially make it. She's suffering on her own. Okay. And doesn't have any support whatsoever. Yeah. I'm going to say, the numbers are skewed to that. So my scenarios of, hey, there's a decent guy out there are going to be the smaller numbers. So if you're going to do the most good, you got to let some of those outliers it's go. The least worst option. The least is, worst option. It's yeah. it's a Band-Aid to another problem. But what else I find interesting with like all this stuff is they're cutting back and you, you touched on it earlier with China and the population decline. I think this is another thing to help the population out. Okay, we have all these wealthy people over here that want kids and aren't having them, but they hit an age where they can't have kids, so they're adopting them. So where do we get these kids from? It's, it's almost 
because you know if some wealthy pe- two wealthy people in Manhattan want to have that kid that was dropped off in a box in Ohio, it's going to cost them thousands, which they probably have, and we can give this kid a good life. Yeah, but they don't want to. It's almost like these women over here outage themselves because of a career and now want to be moms. They need to get kids from someplace. Yeah. So you you band-aid this problem to uh, bring money in at some somewhere along the line. There's a money racket behind this. Yeah, and, and there's probably dudes too that you know have wanted to get married, have a family, have kids, and for whatever reason haven't. And they're getting older, and the odds of them as you get older, the odds of I mean, sure you could find a young woman, you know, right. Is it possible to find a woman who's still in that prime age to start a family? Sure. Yep. But what are the odds really, if you're just average, Schmo average Joe. Joe? Yeah. Of finding, I mean, if you, you know, there's all kinds of stories, right. Of wealthy or, you know, famous people that date 20 year olds or whatever. And, could start a family and all those sorts of things, regardless of the man's age. Although even once you get up to a point, you can't. So maybe it's a possibility too for foster to, to adoption to, you know, so yeah. I I mean, I think I'm more of the, at least the babies, you know, there are certain questions from a responsibility and all those sorts of things, but it doesn't, you know, Sometimes people just get in a bad spot and the least worst outcome is at least giving the kid a fighting chance um, or an opportunity in a life that they wouldn't otherwise have. Um, and it's the innocent of all lives. And I, I forget who said this but a while back. I came across something, you know, how we treat the most innocent among us is, is, you know, a way to judge a society and you know if you can't take care of those you know babies young kids kind of thing what does that yeah. what does you that know, say about us generally speaking or us as individuals more specifically mm-hmm. it's like well you know like sometimes it's it's crazy to me that we care more about you know puppies and kittens <laughs> that are strays than we do kids, right? Well, so, humans are a little less general. responsible. You don't have to be so responsible with a dog as you do with a human being. Fair point. I mean, they are. You do have a responsibility, but not the same level. And yeah. they're not. They don't cost as much. They don't talk back. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? People- Your dogs talk back all the time. That's fair. <laughs> Some people, what they spend on medical for dogs. Mm, I yeah, know but... you and I will go get another dog, but there's people out there. Uh, I can't, can we reel that one back? I would be hard pressed <laughs> if Aries got something. I would, it, I'd probably do everything I could. Yeah, that's right. That's fair. But at, at the end of the day, like if push comes to shove, I, I think what you're saying, Nate, is some choices need to be made. And- right. You know, if well, it's like if a kid has cancer, it's not like you just put him to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
a dog has cancer, I mean, usually you're just like, well, we can't really do anything. So you yeah. just put him sleep, put him out of his misery. It's a totally different lines. Well, and that's what I'm getting at. You, you have that. Yeah. That's where I was going to. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, or, well, you get the thing like, and I know this one, like the dog got hit by a car and it broke its back. Someone spent a hundred grand or something trying to get the dog put back together. I, 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 no, I just, I feel, I, I don't want to lose the dog, but at the same time. Oh yeah. You'd be crushed, but, but if <laughs> some time heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? Yeah. You know, and, and there's a lot of things to play into that age, animal, how it's doing. If it's, you know, show, I, I get all of that, but at the end of the day, it's like, and a lot of times it's not people with disposable incomes to begin with. I think that's another thing. It's like, if you have the income to pull that off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Give yeah. her the, the sky's yeah. the limit type thing. But, but if you're the person that's going, you know, an elderly person or someone that's going off of your retirement and you're living pay, I don't think you should go spend five grand on figuring out if your cat has cancer, you know, things 15 16 years old i i I don't see spending all that money to go yep your cat has cancer and there's not much we can do let's start chemo not not when i could probably walk down the street and find five stray kittens to give you (laughs) you you know yeah, yeah i love animals but at the same time it's like okay i yeah i yeah. yeah, circle of life, though. It is. Yeah. You got to be able to accept the death part. I mean, I have yeah. some good thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm yeah, that, I mean, it, it, it's definitely, I mean, like I said, it, if it's it's alive, it's, it's got a better shot than yeah than most and that that's and it's something you know and and we talked about this when you first shared it, right? I, I know that's something that's been around throughout history monasteries nunneries would have I mean even like the witcher little, had it yeah would have a little would have a little place where you could drop off a baby ring a bell and somebody would know okay and no questions asked yes. we'll take them in we'll right. do all that sort of stuff and you know back in t- throughout history when you know a, a baby outside of some wedding or marriage setup kind of thing was right. Not unheard of, but it was definitely more of a shameful thing than it is these days. Mm-hmm. And um, n- not that you want to do that. Right. Cause who really, I mean, rare is the person who would really want to get rid of their kid, but you know, if, if dire circumstances are such, and you don't see any way of, pulling yourself up out of a nosedive then you know okay i may crash land but at least i can give this kid a parachute and a shot at a better life so there's yeah yeah, i agree i mean it's 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 a shitty positive but it's a positive positive so on that happy note (laughs) yeah there we go okay (laughs) do a happy note for us cj we got to have something fun in that, that. That was almost depressing. I thought it was a good subject to talk about, but 
a would you rather? Let's Something to think about. A would, I was would about you rather? To say, happy note. I would like to take a nap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or asleep at this point. You look sleepy. I'm fucking tired. I don't know why. Uh, I know why because I saw most of Chicago, Chicago land today. <laughs> Let's see. And with all kinds <laughs> of fun sites. <laughs> Ooh, hard questions. What's a hard question? Oh, that that one's easy. Would you rather die before or after your spouse? After, because of the, yeah, she. I, I know. Wait, what, when are we talking about? Late? <laughs> or, <laughs> so, like, are we talking about like nineties or yeah, fifties? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's see what's another good. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, ah, oh, no, I wish, I wish she was. I wish that that, that person was six foot under already. <laughs> oh, yeah, we get we get up in age. I want to go first. Fuck you, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what's that an Irish goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, way to go. If someone asks you for a picture of your balls and you don't answer, are you an asshole? <laughs> Read that one one more time because <laughs> everybody's like thinking about it. <laughs> Oops. Uh, where'd it go? Oh. If someone asks you for a picture of your balls and you don't answer, are you the asshole? Or are you an asshole? So if I texted you guys right now, it's like, hey, send me a ball pic. And we don't answer you back. And you guys don't answer, are you assholes for not responding? Well, it doesn't say how we need to respond. It's just we totally ghost you on it. So, <laughs> yeah. yes, if you totally ghosted, you are the asshole. But if you respond <laughs> with something, something back... That makes the original sender the asshole. <laughs> For some reason, all I can think of is what style would you like? <laughs> is it just sack out? <laughs> or... You want the brain? You want the goat? You want? <laughs> you know, on something like if if one of you guys sent me that. I would be so fast on Google that you would have <laughs> ball shots for an hour. They wouldn't be mine, but you'd be getting them. You get the variety, the whole flavor pack. Yeah. You know what would probably happen? That would be the night I had a heart attack. Some friend come over here and my computer's on and they're like, what was Nathan looking at last on Google? <laughs> and there'd be all these ball picks. That would be my kind of luck. It's like before I have the heart attack, I got to clear my search history. Oh, uh, shit. I had a heart attack looking at balls. That's awesome. <laughs> Put that in the obituary. <laughs> oh, You'd oh. have to make a limerick of some kind for hey, that. Th this is a deep thought thing but I, I still think it's a good one is and I read this and said it to you guys 
You can lead a human to knowledge, but you can't make them think. I think that's becoming my new tagline. That that one's right up there with civilized men are more discourteous. I, I think those two go hand in hand. I and I read that in a comic a, a comment section of a YouTube video, and I'm like, I could be Brilliant. your friend. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Brilliant. I like you. <laughs> who are you? Let's have a drink or something. You know. Yeah. These days, shit, nobody uses their brains. Yeah, but I'm like... I try not to. Talk about (laughs) the horses. It's one thing to try not to. It's another thing to not do it altogether. Just not know how to. Uh, uh, Hey, what are you doing? Hey, it's flickering (laughs) again. I, I, you know what? I think my camera's going out. Oh, maybe. So you guys saw that? Yeah, yeah. Seeing that? You seeing that? It's It's like a bad LSD trip. (laughs) He's getting boomed up by fucking aliens. (laughs) Beat me up, Scotty. Come on. I don't know if I can cause it or not, but kind of. See, it was flickering earlier, and I thought it was when you had everything up. But right when I logged in, it did it a couple times. Then it stopped. I'm probably gonna have to get a new camera. Would you rather motorboat any girl's tits you want? with no repercussions or at any moment call 10 rodents to your side that are at your command. So you motorboat a chick, anyone you want, no repercussions or be able to command 10 rodents at any point. Doesn't say. So you could get some pretty big rodents to do some crazy stuff. And if you use the rodents to scare the girls over, they may come over and hug you anyway, and you get the motorboat the tits. So I'm going with rodents. All right, I'm definitely going with them. I got gophers. I got gophers. Uh, oh. What'd you do? Look up largest rodents? I was just looking at what the exactly rodents are of rodents. unusual size. <laughs> oh. A beaver is a fucking rodent. You, what is this? A capybara? Those things are huge. Uh huh. Two hundred pounds. Yeah. What? I want. Yeah. What? No way. Yeah. Greater capybara is a giant KB rodent native to South America. It's the largest living rodent and member of the I don't know how to pronounce that family. And the only other extinct member is the lesser. Yeah, two hundred one. 91.2 kilograms for any Canadian listeners. <laughs> 201 pound rodent. Have 10 of those at my command. Be like, see that chica over there? Go round her up for me. <laughs> see? Uh, and then, and then like you could be the cruel, with the cruel toxic masculinity going, <laughs> I get to motorboat you or you get eaten they by rodents. Eat yeah. Yeah. I am rodent king. I'm the rodent king. But I want a big ass rodent. If they're like little mice or something, then I'm just going with the motorboat. It could be ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fair so point. That there, people, is where we're ending this week. <laughs> On a hope, fun note. On a fun note. <laughs> Until our, our next Capatrius evening. Have a good one. Yeah, next time. Thanks.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. I hope it's given you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset. Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast on our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm slash barbarian rhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at Steel Jans. That's S-T-E-E-L-J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram at Barbarian Rhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An apex predator. Civilized world.